Welcome to the Long Come Norwich podcast. Totally tenacious talk from the terraces for the brilliant broads and blokes of a Norwich City persuasion. This week we're coming at you from Colney, where no, Lorne isn't finally getting his trial. We're chatting with a couple of the towering ever presence in the recent 100% run. It's a hello to you, Lorne. Hello. Bonjour, Punt. All right. And welcome to the Netherlands, Timothy Krupp. Hello. And England's Ben Godfrey. Good afternoon. Saturday. We're going to ask him the key questions you want to know, like why does Ben look angrier when we score than when we concede, and we'll see if there's time to challenge him to the ACN quiz. But let's start with that six-game winning run. Tim, Ben, are there any of those particular recent games that you feel was a really, really big result, like one that you felt maybe kicked you on more than any of the others? At home. Um... Because of the form that they were in as well, mm. I thought that people probably looked at that as though if you can get over this, then you know you can get over not anything, but it's you know it's a massive step because they, they, they were flying at the time. Had they won, they'd have been two or three points behind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was pretty much really a decider on whether they could probably achieve the yeah. the unthinkable in automatics or not really, and we mm. put an end to it. So yeah, I'd say that was that was up there. Yeah, I think Ben is right. I think the fun thing is though, I think every single game we've had over the last period it's been one of those kind of games yeah, yeah. everybody keeps saying oh this could be the one we're going to slip up Rodham uh, away last weekend was a really hard game but the managers mentioned it a few times that we whatever we get thrown at um, what t- tasks we are thrown at us we managed to kind of bat it away and, and, and deal with it and even Millwall away you know on paper yes I agree we, we should be winning these games but such banana skins, them sort of games. Yeah, some Premier League teams went there, look at Brighton, not so long ago, you know, it's it's not just a taken for granted game. And the Rotherham one I thought was really important because when they equalised, just the fact that we went straight there and scored, yeah. and it, it almost feels like at the moment we can score at will, like we'll score and then we'll settle in. And if you if you do equalise, we'll just go and score again and then yeah. we'll sit in. Yeah, we've been great at that. I think we, um, you're right, there's been a few moments this season that some teams would have crumbled. That was yeah. like we went behind maybe, and, and I've been at teams and clubs that the head will go down and and, and kind of laid over, and, and that was it. But the the spirit we've got in this team that we actually play better than we actually go another notch and we step it up and and we manage to turn games around. Where I think that's the quality we've got. Yeah, rather than only lost, I think it was four at home as well. I think mm. all season. So yeah. and I said Bristol was a was a big game, but that is an achievement in itself, really, to go there and get. And get three points as well. There's no, there's no mugs, are they? So, no, so how are you guys handling the one game at a time mentality? Obviously, we you hear it all the time when you've got teams who are pushing for either a cup run, Champions League, getting up to the um, uh, into the Premier League, like we're trying to. Is the promotion word the play, Premier League word? Are, are they banned around the, tra- the, the dressing room, or, or are you actually being more realistic? But yeah, of course, that that's the goal at the end of the season. I don't know, I think we got it to a T to be fair, the attitude and that in terms of like mentality thinking about it. Obviously it's there, it's, we're not stupid, you know, we're top of the league and that everyone's thinking about it and excited, but I think it is a genuine thing. We do look one game at a time. It's not just a cliche thing that everyone goes around saying. You can feel that we win, we enjoy it, and then it's gone. And we're on to the next one. And I think it, we've actually got that nailed to be fair, in terms of mentality like that. We do just look on to the next one and then enjoy it or think about it and then it's gone. And it's, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing how we've got it, to 
I think things can change so quickly in this league because yeah. you've got certain weeks, you've got three games and if you start thinking actually better than you are, then teams will be back two, three points away from you. So um, winning 10 out of 11 and still being four or five points ahead of Leeds and Sheffield um, says it all really. You know, if we, if we haven't done that, then we would have been third at the moment. So. Uh, we, no, listen. We, we talk about the what, what if. Of course, it's it's healthy, um, and it's hard not to look at the table and, and getting excited about it. But um, like Ben just said, there, every game when it starts, everything goes out the window, and it's those three points. The same on Saturday, um, Middlesbrough, really, really hard task. We know that um, they've been on a three-game loss, so they'll be right up for it. And, and but again, if we turn up the way we have been all season, we we fancy our chances. You mentioned obviously the, the, the two closest to us, Leeds and, and Sheffield United. Had some some good battles with them. Um, uh, you know, quite recently, obviously facing both of them. What are the other teams that uh, actually have, have maybe caused us the most problems? Maybe we weren't expecting it to be as as a hard a game. Although obviously, every, you know, everyone says that you, you take each game and there could be banana skins, like you pointed yeah. out. And but um, have there been any any teams that you thought, do you know what they they really really were were up for it more than we thought? Surprised you a bit. I thought Swansea at our place were decent. Mm. I think the way they moved the ball was was unbelievable. I think if they had probably someone who could put chances away, they'd be they'd be definitely up there. Um, I think that was probably one of the hardest games to be honest in terms of the way they moved the ball. It was hard to get an error at times. It was a really good one in terms of resilience as well. I think in yeah, terms of so, yeah. again, like we weren't we weren't dominating that game at all. No. We sat in, we dug in, dug it shows in. Shows the character though, that the mm. score yeah yeah exactly. shows the character that we've got. Like Tim said. To be able to do that is, is that's what you need to be able to yeah. do. Really. How much did that surprise you, Tim? Dan James, kind of all over you, pretty much the first half, because yeah, you're probably expecting Nolly McBurney up top. He gets injured before the game, he's so and quick. then yeah, he was rapid. He's rapid. Yeah, he's quicker than I uh, expected. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a t- like we we we, uh, we worked towards a Swansea game with a McBurney expected up front, and mm. and obviously turned into uh, Routledge and. And, and, and James and they were all fast and it, it totally changes things up mm-hmm. also for the yeah. two centre-halves you know it's a totally different way of having to, to defend um, but again what Ben said we managed to to, to get through that mm. um, of course we we uh, yeah again the, the certain task gets thrown at us and we managed to deal with it mm. so, so, so I was going to say on, on that as an example of you know, a team that have been famed for playing out from the back and, and playing playing the kind of passing football mm. that, that we're obviously aspiring to. And interesting you saying Ben about them having someone to put it away. There was a, there was a lot of talk on social media after that that home game of people saying, right, I'm going to lump a tenner on them winning the league next year. Yeah. P- purely for basically, they really really reminded a lot of us of us last year. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, we're keeping the ball for for days, but we don't quite have that that finishing and touch at the moment. Um, so. Going back to that passing football, it, it makes sense now to, to jump to what we're going to talk about with, with you, Tim, about you know playing out from from the back. And um, we are, as a fan base, a lot more patient um, with because we see the results. But still, there seems to be some people who aren't so patient and expect you to just put your foot through things straight, straight away. So, and um, what's it like in terms of trying to remember this is how I'm supposed to be playing when you've got, shall we say, dickheads, um, <laughs> you, you, to use a polite term. You know, giving you shit from from the river end. You know what it is. It's um, I totally understand where they're coming from as well because 
<laughs> Dickheads have got opinions as well. <laughs> exactly. Look at this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, listen, they know what, what's up for grabs, and everybody's got one goal and it's getting up. And, and the way we play is, is risky. You know, I'm, I'm well aware that if I make a mistake, or it, it mostly it's a goal. And, and um, if you concede in the 46 minute against Hull, to be fair, if I was a fan, I would be giving the goalkeeper the same stick as, as I got. But then the reaction in the second half needs to be, right, we get behind the boys again. That's the only thing I was, wasn't happy with, is that we all want the same thing. So you need to understand that humbling and grumbling and, and, and giving the boys stick um, it's not going to help, it's going to make it a bit harder because we're all well aware and Ben, Simbo, Maxi and Jamal were playing a difficult style of football but this is the way we do it and this is why we have success. We've got Emmy, uh, Puki, uh, Hernandez who are 5 foot one all of them and if I keep lumping it, it will come straight back mm -hmm. and, and we've got quality players who can deal with this kind of pressure you know and um, it's so nice to see, I've got got the players like Ben, I can, we do it in training, we always laugh yeah. about it, we give yeah. each other some horrific under pressure balls, but look on Saturday, we, we do the same and we're getting out of it, We, you know, and it's that partnership we've built it over the last few months yeah. and, um, but yeah, it's it's not nice of any player, you don't want to have your own fans uh, giving you a stick, but I do understand sometimes that they go, oh, just kick it because it's, it is maybe a bit too risky. From a, from a coaching point of view, have have you as a back four or back five um, received any tips or um, kind of reassurances from any of the coaching staff around if the crowd are a bit nervy, if, if, if they are edgy, here's some kind of coping strategies or here's some things you need to do to, to make sure you don't let it affect your play and keep playing your game? That's just football though, you can't, you're not going to survive if you can't handle people knowing that you understand. Um, we've got a job to do to be fair, it's it's, it's not relevant what, what, what they say but we've got to stick to what we've been told to do by the boss and what we think is the best idea to win the game. So as much as we do care about our fans, it's it's how much you have got to put it to one side and do what do what you've got to do really. How much do you hear when you're on the pitch and you're obviously you're concentrating on what you're doing? Do you hear every individual comment or is it you, more just a background kind yeah, of Yeah, you don't hear individual comments really unless you're close to the, the edge of the pitch. It's more just a, a noise you'll hear that or the or the, the, the positive cheers yeah. and that. You don't hear someone calling you calling your names on the side of the pitch as such and it feels like uh, so obviously we all well you don't but us two sitting there at Bartley Lowell do all the flags and stuff but in terms of during the actual game itself you as a fan you get a real sense of oh everyone's up everyone's down yeah. like does does that transmit yeah I think so very much I think that, you can sense that, that when you, you can sense that when you're playing yeah um, the whole game was a great example of that. The, ho the whole game was obviously we got on top yes. relatively quickly. Like they had a good, very very early spell. They had a good good spell, and then and then we had about an hour where we were just countering. And then obviously we had a little hiccup didn't we, Tim? Before our time. And, and, but, but the point is we were still uh, it was a big table between us. Um, we, 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 we were still in the ascendancy. And you still felt we should still have enough. But you could tell that you know we were starting singing about um, Mo Lightner's hat and, and all the rest of it. Um, but then obviously when they then pulled a goal back, all of a sudden it's just like everyone's really really nervous, yeah. and you suddenly realise, hang on, it's not a party because these three points aren't in the bag yet. Yeah. So like you say, but is, is that something that as a as a younger player? How, how quickly did you adapt to putting that out of your mind and concentrating on, on the game? Is that something that having senior pros like Tim kind of talking you like through the games, is, does that help when you're in your first kind of full season as an yeah, player? Yeah, it's, it's massive. Um, obviously there's bits that I've had to do with myself and 
Um, like I said, you're not going to survive, so that's just part of the game with the fans. But having people like Tim, the other Tim, Grant, Zimbo and stuff like that, they, honestly, you can't explain how much they help us, the young boys. Their experiences, what they've, what they've been through, what they've achieved in the game, it's it's priceless, to be fair, Every, on a day-to-day basis. You know, um, bits of information that they give us. And they might not think you know, anything of it, but we can just pick up little bits off them. And I think that goes into a weekend as well. Um, and Max and Jamal will say the same. But yeah, as for dealing with the fans, um, it is what it is really. You know, it's football. You, that's why you play. So play under pressure situations and and to have people shouting at you things, whether it's positive or negative. So you, you learn to just get over that. Get but over generally, that you'd say hopefully that the, your, the reaction you get if you're out and about and generally it must be quite positive no, from the fans in general. It's, it's positive in general. I'm yeah. not generally. I think that all our fans are. Pretty, pretty decent. decent to be fair, people, the, so. the games has been top notch, but I cannot. Oh, you just made a good point. It's, it, it is nervy because everybody realizes that mm. if you don't win, that it gets too tight again on the That's on the top. Step, so yeah. I, I totally get why why they're nervous. It's just trying to understand that um, the boys react so well when the fans. It's honestly there's been a few moments that it was so loud and when does you help say, you so much when you can hear it. Like especially for me being so close to you guys, yeah. like it's it's incredible. Get shivers like thinking about because it's there's no better feeling than coming out and seeing the flags and and having the fans like proper like the, the noise what comes out yeah. and it's the backing and everybody you feel like it is a yellow wall because you're there's 26 27,000 there all want the same thing we all want to go to the Premier League and and what a chance we've got and that's the only message I would want to say is like the, the next four home games whatever it is um, and also the away games just whatever, get behind us. And of course you're gonna have moments and we will make mistakes. That's the way we play. If it's me or somebody else, it will happen. And it's just, <laughs> we're all in it one together and we wanna start with the trophy at the end of the, the season. That's the thing that I think frustrates me the most in terms of the atmosphere and stuff is that players tell you everyone singing helps. Fans will tell you their, their most enjoyable games are the ones where everyone's sung all game. Like yeah. Everyone enjoys it when it's louder mm. and everyone enjoys it more when it's positive. So just be positive. Like, we we have to give it that though. We have to, as players, we have to give the, the fans something to shout about. And, um, to an extent, but you don't hear them singing in the, in no. the bar before the game when you haven't done anything. Yeah. So people can sing yeah, without true. you. Well, that's without, true. You don't need yeah. to do that. On that point, <coughs> the... Yeah, you, um, you're really good, Tim, at g up the crowd mm. and, and saying, "Kind, yeah. you're a bit quiet. Let's let's get it going." And I, I I think some 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 players might feel a bit cringeworthy doing it, um, and some might feel like maybe it's not going to make too much of a difference. But I, th- but I disagree. That, I think it, there's more and more of the squad doing it this yeah. season. Like that, just getting in front of That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't I don't think yeah. maybe players realise quite how much you you can be going. I'm feeling a bit nervy here, mm. and then Ben or you or Maxi or someone turning around and, and a quick fist back as you run over to take a call. Well, you're not going to run over to take a Tim, but you know what I mean. Big one shot off, off target now this season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you might be on penalty soon, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't see any of them being practiced, which is concerning for us. I mean, Mario's free kicks look good, but didn't see any penalties being practiced. Bookie will take it the next one. He was. Okay. Okay. But I do think that thing of of just, I get that why players may may not want to go over to the fans and be like, come on, fucking sing. But you're never going to get a bad reaction for doing that. And that makes such a big difference, even if it's just for two minutes. Like you get a real, like, yeah, fucking come on, let's do it. Yeah, that's true. And it's all that we're in it together, look, come on. Yeah, especially when you've got Wigan, you've got 5,000 people, you know, that are there four o'clock in the morning and to to get up there. and, And that, 
so that will start out brilliant and if, if we have a slightly nervy start or yeah. if they, they spawn a goal early or whatever then a couple of fist pumps will get that 5,000 mm. people like no you're right actually what are we talking about we're top and when uh, there are still people now that will be that will be shouting um, get the it forward things, get it forward oh, just get rid of her and but now you hear more including myself you hear people say we're literally top of the league because we play this way yeah. like like we're or we're literally tuning it up what are you talking about? Shut yeah. up! Like mm. trust them. Like yeah. you know, you have to yeah. just trust that these methods have been working. Why would you want them to change the way they're well, playing it. when we're top of the league? Yeah. You have to like it's a process, and, and we have to give the fans the trust as well. And of course, when when I get chased down by James or whatever, if, of course it's gonna put a, a a bit of a downer on that kind of relationship because <laughs> the, yeah, the fans don't want to see me getting intercepted and, and just pass it in. I understand that and. Again, what I said to you, if we if we have an Andy Carroll up front, I probably would be 25% going a bit more direct. But we've got such amazing, talented, technical players who can deal with under-pressure uh, pressure passes. Ben is stepping into, be it, well, he's, a, he's everything, a midfielder, centre-half, everything. But I mean, this is what I'm trying to say, is that every single player on that pitch, even the ones on the bench, if somebody's injured, somebody steps in and, and is aware of the qualities we have, and. I've seen a stat coming by that only Man City are the ones who score more than us this season, you know, and that's what the, the ones who don't really get it need to really look at. Look where we're at, look what we've done, we've been so entertaining. Believe in it. Believe, believe what we're doing. I was doing some uh, kicking yesterday and Grant Holt walked past me, he said, oh, I would have loved one of those because then I could get my, my elbow up and uh, <laughs> I'll smash the centre out and that, that is his game. Football's yeah, and, 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 and yeah. And I mean, I, I loved him. I played against him. He smashed me a few times, like on the floor. And it, it's just, but again, we haven't got that kind of striker. You know, we've got Timo and Jordan, who are unbelievable, both of them. And and to have that, that that's a confidence as well we've got in the squad. Is that even if one gets injured, if you look at our bench, it's all starters. Yeah. Every single one of them, and some of them don't even make the squad. And. It's just incredible for for where we sat at the start of the season in the preseason and and yes, uh, Stuart Webb and the manager had this vision of where we might be going, but that it that it went the way it went this season. It's just so exciting. Uh, so you surprised by that? Like, have you exceeded your like? You might not have said it at the time, but did you maybe think we could probably you know we might make playoffs if we're lucky? But yeah, like, like, I mean, realistically, if you finish what 14, 15 last year, mm. yeah, then then to finish top six is a, a major. Mm. Achievement, I think, especially when you sell your best players uh, on paper. Um, but it, I think we've got such a great team at the moment, and youngsters of your own local product coming through, and, and, and the likes of Ben and Maxine Jamal, Toddy, who's a top top player as well. You know, don't forget these lads who um, just stepped in like they've already played for a few years, and that's just for me as well. It's not just playing with young ones. Of course, there, there's going to be moments, and we, we spoke about that, that we're a bit naive, or, uh, but the way he picks it up, uh, Ben sitting next to me, yeah, it's just, yeah, strength to strength. How easy has that been, though, Ben? Because you were playing in a, a side last season which was perhaps a bit more direct. You yeah. weren't asked to do, you know, kind of play that, that yeah. kind of this Farker ball or whatever you want to call it. Has it been easy or difficult to kind of make that transition? We didn't have, we didn't have a lot of the ball last year mm. when I was in Harding Field, so I had to deal with the side of it where it was. <laughs> Working very yeah. hard, screening, getting around, tackling, and mm. things, keeping it pretty simple. Um, so it was a change in mm. terms of in terms of the Norwich team yeah. this year. But the confidence that the, the, the boss gives me to just go and express myself and play, it's 
you know, it's it's, it's great really. So was the plan no, to be no real back? pressure to, huh? Was the plan to be centre back when you came back? Yeah. When I came back, yeah, he, he spoke to me. Uh, he put me at centre back in training quite a bit, and he sort of just said the qualities that I had there he liked. Um, I'm pretty relaxed about it. To be fair, if I think someone, if, if if his opinion is that I'll go further in the game in a certain position, then I'll trust that because he knows what he's talking about. So. Um, and now I see what he's saying to be honest the midfielders that he likes is probably different to what I would give him um, but if, if I give him the qualities that he likes at centre back then so be it um, but yeah so going back to what you said he puts no pressure on you so mm. it, it didn't take too much stress to change really because um, I trust my ability he trusts me um, and I've got the right players around me to do it to do what to to, to bring out his philosophy Weekly, honestly. So, so on, on, on the philosophy of him, so obviously you've been, um, came in under Alex Neal, yeah. made a few cup appearances, yeah. and then obviously went on loan. So you played on the different, uh, you probably played under a lot of different people yeah. for, for like how long you've been in the game. Yeah. So would you say that that is um, a really positive thing? And would you say that where you're at now and how established you've been with your England cap, etc., is that something you would say to? 15, 16 year old guys in the game that look actually believe in that do go out on loan and take those opportunities or would you say actually you, you would rather have got a chance sooner? I'd, uh, I wouldn't change anything to be honest. I think my path is it is what it is. Everyone's got their own journeys um, but I would advise players to go out on loan. I don't think there's no, there is no point in you in players, young players especially just sitting in academies doing nothing because you just rot and you become 21, 22 years old with, with no games under your belt, a few cup games now, so on. So you just become an, an, uh, a nobody with no experience. You end up having then to try and learn what some players can learn at 21, 20. You're having to try and learn it at 23, and it's just too late. So you may as well go out on loan, make the mistakes at 18, 19, and come back to your, to your parent club, a better player, and, and ready for, for these situations, um, and then big games. Was there anything in particular on that, that you remember, like a really formative experience or something when you were on loan maybe last season yeah. that, that you just thought, you still think back to now, I think I learned a bit? Yeah, it's going to Wembley twice and playing in the final and then the playoff final. The the Checker Trade final, I was so I was so nervous and I overthought it and I didn't play my normal game um, and as didn't all of us to be fair, we, lost, we ended up losing anyway. And I left it and I sort of thought, I hope I come back to Wembley because I don't want to leave. Maybe like, I'll get it this season. With, yeah, with that <laughs> reply. Like, I, I don't want that to be my last time there with that performance. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the second time I went there was a playoff final, albeit a bigger game. I was a lot more relaxed. I knew what I was doing and I ended up playing 10 times better, although we lost. And I just think that took me... I learned that from my loan that now in these situations, just chill, just go do what you do. Um, and just trust yourself. So I think that that's been so beneficial for me. Them two, that's what I remember most, to be honest. Um, it's, I think it's a massive part of it, to be honest. With the games that we're going to have to go into and the games that we've had, um, just mentally, just being a bit more relaxed. So I watched the the Leeds game, the little away game at home, um, or in pub or somewhere, and a lot of the cutaways when ball went out for corners, etc. Jamal and Max just having a laugh, like not, not, not having a laugh, being unprofessional, but like the, the, you're literally playing with smiles on your faces, yeah. and that is something that in like a t tense promotion race you wouldn't necessarily expect. So it, is is that uh, is that? I mean, Tim, you've obviously played in a few different teams and and, and been in and around successful in different squads and, and in international football as well. Is that a common thing, or is that something that's that you've noticed is better with this this Norwich lot than, than other squads? I think it's the, the 
I think the young age helps because the boys are like this is their kind of first full season and and they're playing with the mates, the old mates, and it's so nice to see like like me and Ben sometimes look at each other and we look like we got away with this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? It's just that kind of that puts all the pressure away because we know we're going to go through sticky patches. And listen, when you play 46 games, I've at 38 at the moment, you're going to make a mistake. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah, of course, at Newcastle, I just had to launch it all the time and I wasn't allowed to pass it short. So it's going to happen. And, and that's what, um, and then see the young, youngsters, uh, Maxi and Jamal, like you say, sometimes laughing and carrying on and doing the celebrations. And <laughs> yeah. This is the man for celebrations, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Why do you get celebrations? celebrations? Well, just, I, don't know. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's someone just, needs to like sit you down and say it's all going to be okay. I get, I get excited when we score. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's your excited face. I wouldn't want to see you angry. <laughs> nah, uh, I'd love it when we score. I don't know why. I just get excited. Same with Max. We both run. The quickest we run is when we score to go celebrate. Yeah. I think Max <laughs> just want pictures, to be honest. Maybe they're not stamping on his foot, though. You've got to be careful. You weren't pleasing me for <laughs> different players are getting different amounts of attention you know because obviously you've got two or three that are in the, the team of the year so let's let's shine a light on some of the people who are up here and we haven't had as much board it's like Timu obviously Max Jam are in, in that team of the year yeah. um, can you give us maybe a, a player or two in the squad who you think maybe hasn't had because they're not a goal scorer maybe who, who who've been absolutely crucial to this promotion push and are really central to the way the squad clicks or whatever that maybe haven't you don't think maybe have had the spotlight on them that they should have done for me it's simple right okay 100% to see where he's come from and, and to take up that leader role um, he's an example for all of us he's not all himself either is he though no really. still you yeah. yeah exactly yeah. the back four um, but 100% like he, he he's the example like I said he will always be the first one out and uh, stays in the gym well, you can see that the gym. He uh, loves the gym, but the uh, <laughs> no, I think he's been great. He's been really stepped up, and and yeah, it's so difficult to point out, uh, like, because again, the ones on the bench as well at the moment were play of the month in January. Mario, you know, and they can't he's not getting a minute at the moment, and, and Kenny comes in and he's unbelievable. Kenny is just yeah. out of the moment. Yeah. So I think that's been goes to Scotland as well. Like, yeah, right from that Ipswich game. Um, where Grant Hanley went off injured and everyone's like, oh shit, Hanley's our best centre-half, what are yeah. we going to do now? Yeah. And he hasn't got back in the team because someone just comes in and does the job. Like, Mo Leitner was our best player, our most important player, from a sort of fan perspective of he, he makes everything happen. When he got injured, you're like, oh, now it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario steps in, does exactly the same. Yeah. Then Mario makes the position his own and then he gets injured. And, Kenny and, then, to- and then Tommy Tribal goes, oh, by the way, I'm not just like a defence midfielder, I can spray it about as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Tommy Tribal's, like, I've mentioned it on the last part as well, um, hopefully this season ends in you know the t- winning the title or at worst promotion automatic promotion um, and therefore one of the things I will remember from this season is um, Tommy Tribal's ability to turn tackles into passes the number of his sliding tackles and interceptions that sort of immediately then become passes at the same time I don't know if that's something that you can work on in training are they delivery? <laughs> is he getting lucky a lot? Yeah. no he's, he's been he's been excellent again like covering for us wasn't it? yeah He's got he's got a bit of everything, hasn't he? Really, he can 
he can go and smash someone and then he can keep the ball in unbelievable situations as well. But there we go, Teddy, Alex before that was yeah. at, the, at the R band. Yeah, yeah and also yeah. We, there was that long running stat that we hadn't won for ages, like, exactly. or like, you know, he hadn't won for ages when he wasn't in the team. So for me personally, it sounds cliche and, and I normally don't go with this kind of, oh, the whole team, but, but actually this season for all the teams I've been playing for, um, it's actually, it is a team thing and, and we shouldn't be shy shying away from it. It's been literally every single one that's got. There's been some talk um, on social media that um, potentially the, the player of the season, this season, should actually be a team award as opposed to that because of the fact that, yeah, okay, Pooch has got loads of goals and you know we've had some other fantastic appearances and it's great to see the young homegrown lads yeah. come through. Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think about that as, as an option that we could put to the club? For me, you always have the number one. We're going to win the league, yes or no. Yeah, and that's what we want to do. And, and for me, Pookie, of course, he's going to get the plaudits. He's been, he's been our, our main man. Well deserved as well. Yeah. Well deserved. And of course, you've got the boys around it who the youngsters coming through. But for me, yeah, Timo, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, been, been, been amazing for us. I'm talking about people going under the radar. Um, it's, it's not not necessarily known that much about what, what the those round the side of uh, Farker kind of giving. So we wondered if you could maybe um, give us a bit of info on um, just single out maybe one of them and, and what kind of impact they have like on, on training or, or, or what they kind of bring to the, the party. For me personally, um, Ed, Eddie's a centre-back. He was a centre-back. So um, now and then he has quite you know a little bit of input on, on Things like position and stuff like that, because he's he's gone through it all. I think he played. I think he played under the boss. He did. The boss was his manager. Um, so yeah, he has. He's me personally. He has an effect on me. Um, when he's refereeing small-sided games, he's, <laughs> his refereeing decisions are shocking. But <laughs> his, his knowledge for me is 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 up there. So, what about you? We've got a great uh, staff. Unbelievable staff. To be fair. We. This is the club we, where the session's been the hardest. The longest, the most sessions in a week. We're, we're in six times a, a week, and initially I was like, "This, this is really." You have to get used to it, and and again, you need a squad to bite into that philosophy. And I've never been at a club when when you win four nil, the next day you're in. <laughs> 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 like normally that's a party night, but here on the Sunday you're you're in recovering, um, doing your ice baths, doing everything properly, and I think that German mentality is showing. Throughout. Which is so different, isn't it? Christmas, I remember yeah. seeing that there, um, I think it was after the Ipswich game, early on in the season, and we had a little run of like three games in six days or something. It seemed like a really heavy workload. Mm. And the club had a tweet um, the Sunday evening of the Ipswich game, which had Tommy Tribal pushing some weights in the gym. And like, how are you how are you doing that? You've literally just played two games in 48 hours, and yet you're still in the gym, you're still working hard. So that obviously That's doesn't happen at other clubs in terms of... No, it doesn't. Yeah. You're straight off home. And you probably get two days up if you win 4-0 or win the derby. Yeah. And, and, um, but again, we're winning. So That's probably why we score so late on because of that fit. Yeah. Because of how hard we work on that. A few other things on, on team rates. Um, you, you mentioned that one of the biggest um, leaders off the pitch is, is Zimbo in terms of the way that he, he's doing yeah. things. Any other big leaders around the dressing room? Any of the maybe older lads? Got a great mix, aren't we? Good mix. Great mix. Every corner of the change room, we've got somebody. Yeah, Alex Detti, yeah. Evo Pinto, who still every day 
puts a great example out, even though he is he's not anywhere near the team. Yeah, he's um, and, and that shows to the younger lads were like, look, that's somebody who's been there, done it. Grant, who, like you mentioned before, hasn't had many uh, opportunities lately, uh, but they can see the bigger picture, and everybody can. And before a game, I can see Grant going to to Ben and saying, "Well, do this, do that, and, and come on, boy." And genuinely, I've been in a lot of clubs where you see the ones on the bench going, "Yeah, yeah, good luck," but I want you to lose. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Get, get injured, yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah. And and it's such a nice feeling to have that. And of course, winning helps. Don't get me wrong. You know, everybody knows that when you win six in a row. The manager's not going to ch- chop and change, um, but it's been on merit, I think, hasn't it? It's been, it's been amazing. Uh, what about uh, the result that the lads have celebrated the, the most? Is, is there any particular one where you've, you feel like you, you knew that you were turning a corner or you knew that, that it meant a lot to you? Or are you allowed to celebrate? You say party nights usually after you win 4 0, but do you even get them no. up this season? No. No. no, I can't wait to go up because then we'll have a proper party. <laughs> You'll still be in the next day. Oh, yeah, I don't mind. Probably. I don't mind. You've got to start preparing for the Premier League. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Pre season starts on the 7th of May. Honestly, mate, but um, the Leeds game was huge to go there. Uh, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, and again, that was a massive challenge chucked at us. And yeah. To do it in the way we did it. It was so comfy. Like halfway through the second, like halfway through the second half, just watching it, going, "This is fine." (laughs) I found that really weird because I was at the game, and there was a spell just after half time. I think where the Leeds fans really got up, and it was really, really loud. And I remember thinking during the game, "I'm not enjoying this at all." (laughs) But after the game, when I wrote the report for the website, like looking back on it, it was the most comfortable, most professional Mm. performance. It, It felt really weird because. Looking back at it, yeah, it felt yeah, completely yeah. different to actually being yeah. in it. It felt really high pressure in it. Yeah. But looking back, that was such a such a comfortable performance. I think um, was it John Muddy described it on Tottenham City's podcast of Men Against Boys of just like you have the yeah. ball leads and when we want it we'll come and get it and we'll score and then you yeah. have it and you can blow weigh yourselves out and blow yourself up. Did it feel like that in the game? Did you feel I like think, I don't know. But like for me, we didn't really think about. It. We just went and no. just went and did it. Like we just went and enjoyed it. Like it was so hard to describe, um, but it was a good feeling. Especially for me, with being from up north, it was a massive game for me to go there and win. But for the boys as well, the atmosphere, such a special place to go get a result. I think it's a great stadium as well. It's great, great, it stadium, great stadium, great atmosphere. You know that uh, the whole hype up to the game as well. They they made us. Oh, cool. yeah. We made us arrive at the other side of the stadium. Yeah, we made us yeah, walk about yeah. we walked yeah, about yeah, nine miles to actually <laughs> <laughs> And the fans, they, they were supposed to have had security for us coming in. Obviously the all the Leeds fans were like literally in your face. <laughs> and they thought that would but they gave us an extra yeah. dinner faces, you know. And, yeah, that's why I love watching these youngsters who could, like you just said that but well, they don't think about it. And yeah. as long as possible I want them to have that, just don't worry about it. And the same goes for the fans, I think. Just as you said earlier on, just enjoy it. If you yeah. enjoy it, everything's much yeah. easier, it's much less nervy. <laughs> yeah. Just everyone enjoy it. You you boys have both um been on um on social media and this is this this season more than ever, there's loads and loads of players far more prominent, especially with Instagram stories and stuff. You see loads of you know, dressing room um banter, etc. More that so than in seasons previously because of obviously social media is so much a bigger part of everyone's lives. Um how how do you guys like balance the fact that you can reach out to you know fans and friends etc on social media and then how, how good are you at filtering out any of the grief that, that comes back from that for me it just goes back to it's football isn't it so you're gonna get 
What did you call them? Dickheads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe's going to make me cut that out, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to get clowns, people, people clowns, clowns with, yeah. with negative things to say on social media, but the amount of, amount of Norwich fans that say positive things to you totally outweighs it, so um, it is what it is. Because we've seen we've seen stuff shared, we've seen Insta stories with um, some quite disappointing taste in music. Who who is who oh, is responsible for that Europop? It's going a on in tribal thing, Tom. I like I like Tom's music, though. After the, game. the manager hated the manager, the manager hated, hates, yeah. kicked off with it. But, um, the kid man's music's the worst oh, yeah, before yeah. the game. John Boy. Yeah. yeah. So how come he's getting to set the tone before the game? You think that's an important period? Well, it's working. That's working. the whole thing. working. Maybe he's so desperate to get on the pitch just to get away from yeah. that. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's just, um, yeah. But the social media side of things, it's, a, it's a, a tricky one because, of course, when you're winning, everybody would... Everything's like, rosy. Everything's great. Your comments are, yeah, 300 comments are, oh, you're the best. And when you're losing, you are the worst thing What happened to Norwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, 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 but that's what you have to deal with. And, I said that to the, the youngsters because it's been such a great season for them. Um, everything is nice when you come into your change room and you look, you're like, oh, man, you were, you were the man of the match for me. And, yeah. But yeah, when you lose, yeah. Yeah, I've had it. Of course, you, you, you get the one like, oh, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. and, and this is where social media is quite dangerous. You, you want to share out and you want to show pictures behind the scenes, but there's a fine line with the keyboard warriors, let them, let them call them, because... <laughs> they can say things to you on, on uh, and it reaches you personally you're more touchable and it's kind of it's because you want to want to be part of it you know and I think that's why social media is good to get certain points across if, if, if things are written about you what's wrong or, or uh, get the fans behind you like uh, like we mentioned before how tricky is it not to bite though like if there's something that's particularly harsh it must be impossible because we we get it. We yeah. get it. Ben Ben's smirking like he yeah, either yeah. has and then immediately deletes something. <laughs> <laughs> we get it with the stuff that we do. Ninety percent of what we get is really, really positive. Like, oh we love what you're doing, yeah. we get involved, blah blah blah. And we're a bit always, less famous than you as well. There's always that ten percent of oh that flag shit or why don't you do the river end or why don't you do You're this? the song police. Stop twirling heavy scarves in my good eye. That's what someone said to us. He's twirling your heavy scarves. Yeah, but there's always but as soon there's no so a couple of times we've both been getting this, a couple of times you bite and you go oh, back. And as soon as you bite, you're stuck in it. And you invite and you never, four other people to part on. You never ever change anyone's mind. So it's never it's never worth it. But it must be so much harder when it's it's more people, it's more personal. Well, the nice thing was when obviously the the goal I considered at home is that you guys as well you all got involved with with the social media side like <laughs> it's one mistake don't don't get carried away you know and, and I mentioned before the 38 games we've done uh, and you're gonna make mistakes but then to get the support the ones who maybe sh- uh, normally won't um, report to you they came and they said listen don't listen to the keyboard warriors we're all behind you and even the ones you don't hearing. <laughs> the, the the fast majority and I know that you know and the whole flag um, thing w- w- what what's happened since the start of the season is, is incredible it's great line, it's incredible yeah. and the, the boys 100% that helps so much because the atmosphere is, has been top notch isn't it yeah it has yeah the thing is fans are just people as well so they care about the club if they lose they're going to be angry they're going to tweet with their emotions and that um and then you go, you'll score or whatever the next week and they'll be your best mate again. You just got to accept it. Like, it's, 
How tempted is it to look back through some of their posts in the past and they've got like, a picture of them doing a shot or something and, t- and oh, like, oh, you fucking stacked that trolley completely wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Go to their office to shout about the way they're doing their first copy wrong. That's a typo! It is true though, like even like a typo, you got some sad... If, if they got the tweets that football's received, they'd crumble to bits. Uh, yes. They'd be in pieces. So if we could do that about their job, about, you know, we'd be able to destroy them. Oh, we just we just hold back because it's not the right thing to do. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're never gonna win. Yeah. No. Yeah. Time for the Along Come Norwich quiz. Um, the only current serving member of the squad got six out of six. However, I'm going to preempt this by saying that they were all questions about Zimbo to Zimbo. Whereas with you guys, you've got at least two of you to team up and you'll take on Lorne and Punt on the other team. You'll get one minute. Have you got a timer ready, boys? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. You've got yeah. one minute to answer six questions because we've just had the international break. There's an international flavour to the questions. If you don't know one, pass, and I'll come back to that question again. So if you're stuck, come easily pass, because it's a gear against the clock. You shouldn't pass, Tim. You should just fucking hoof it. Look at Ben's game face. Ben's game face. Straight away. I'm really worried if they win, how, how, how angry are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that table's flipped. Yeah, shirt's coming off. Yeah. <laughs> right, are you ready? So the boys are going first. The boys are going first. All right. Your time. I hope you've got some knowledge. I've got nothing. Start. Now, after Lampard and Terry, which player has won the most England caps whilst a Chelsea player? Choco? Ashley Cole. I'll take it correct. Uh, which, who was the last Dutchman to score a Champions League hat-trick? Robin? Hi, Robin. Incorrect. Uh, which Belgian team has qualified for the Champions League the most times? Belgian team. To be underlift. Correct. Name a Nigerian with a Premier League goal or assist this season. Um, Zaha? No. Which Middlesbrough player is also in the Championship team of the season? Randolph. Correct. Who is the last Newcastle player to get a sen- senior England cap? Can we go back to the, the Nigerian? Yeah, Nigerian. It will be. Yes. Shelby. It was Andros Townsend. Ah, oh, Townsend. Lorne, we've So you got four out of six. That's oh, decent. Yeah, that's good. And getting, that's getting good. a Roby at the end there really did help you. Um, so the reason when I, I paused when you said Robin was because the answer is Robin Van Persie. Van Persie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I realised you said Iron Robin, but there you go. And then the other one. Also, the reason he paused is because he fact checks it as he goes along. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I certainly don't. Complete horseshit. Cool. So uh, yeah, uh, you got you got Andlek right. Um, Ashley Cole beat beats Cahill by one cap, uh, and then you got uh, Randolph as the goalkeeper in. Said with a little bit of bitterness. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Randolph. Yeah. yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> He's got six and a half. How many shots off goal has it off target has he got? <laughs> <laughs> right then, Lorne and Punt. Can we trust it at our own time? Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. No, yeah, Tim's taking the, the yeah, time. Yes. Your time starts now. After Tottenham and Liverpool, which team has provided the most players to the England team ever? Ever? Uh, Man United. Incorrect. Name the last Germans <laughs> who have scored <laughs> the Champions League hat trick. Did you say German? Yep. The last one to score one. 
It's been four. Mate, pass. Uh, which Turkish team has qualified the most times for the Champions League? Besiktas. Incorrect. Galatasaray. Um, name a Venezuelan to score. Yeah, name a Venezuelan <laughs> to score a Premier League goal this season. Pass. Uh, which whole player is in the Championship team of the season? Uh, Bowen. Sure. Correct. Who was the last Everton player to get a senior cap for Brazil? Richardson. Richardson Correct. Yeah. After Tottenham and Liverpool, which team has provided the most players to the England team? You're on three. You need to. Chelsea. Incorrect. Fuck. Name the last German to have scored a Champions League hat trick. Muller. Uh, incorrect. You said that last time, you haven't won Yeah, yeah, alright, carry on, carry on. Okay, okay. Um, Venezuela didn't score a Premier League goal this season. Pass. Um, after Tottenham and Liverpool, which team has provided the most players to the England team? Five uh, uh, seconds. Man City, no. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, it's a win for the current Norwich City players. So, well it's Aston Villa who provided uh, 70 players. Yeah. That was yeah. an easy question as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Tim like, mouthed it to me straight away. Uh, Everton 68 and then Man United with 65. Mesut Ozil scored in that 6-0 win. That's the last um, German. Um, you really never got one. You could have had Hobbs, Rosler or Gomez. With Gomez was the one I was trying to think of. Um, you're, right with, you're right with Galatasaray. Salon Rondon is Venezuelan. Is he? Yeah, that's what we were after, according to the internet. So yeah, so that, that wraps up um, our conversation. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you, so guys. Much, yeah. ben. Really appreciate your time. Just eight more wins should probably, that'll well, probably do it, I should think. Probably. I've, think I've so. done, this, done the sums, and I think that will probably oh, get us there. Seven, seven more wins will do it. Yeah. As we're four points clear. Oh. The joke was there was eight. <laughs> this guy. Anyway, <laughs> thanks very much, Lorne. Thanks very much, Lorne. Cheers. See you later. Cheers, guys.